0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Snatched, a Gay Time's original podcast. Each week, we'll be reviewing the latest episode of RuPaul's Drag Race UK season two, dissecting all of the drama and kaflama and speaking exclusively with the latest eliminated queen. My name is Sam Damschnis, and I am the associate editor of Gay Time.
1: Girl, don't you dare, and yourself, you are the Drag Race editor, the Drag Race extraordinaire. I mean, Miss Reddit, Miss Insight Hedia, Miss Wikipedia. They ain't got nothing on you. That's what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> and that gorgeous voice you've just heard there is Umar Sawa, our fashion editor at Gay Times, who has styled many a queen for the pages of our magazine and will be giving his critiques on the week's looks, along with plenty more tea, most likely. Umar, are you ready to get into the nitty and gritty of it all? I mean, I'm ready. Are you ready? Oh, oh, oh I'm ready. Are you ready? I think I'm ready. On this week's episode, the Queen's played The Snatch Game, the most beloved challenge in Drag Race history, with special guest stars, the JC herself, Gemma Collins, and singer-songwriter slash podcaster, Jesse Ware. Before we start, Umar, I have to ask you, all right? Okay, so how has life changed for you, personally, since hearing the United King Doll's iconic, groundbreaking, and revolutionary Ruruvision Vision, entry, UK hun. Oh, oh, bing, ah. bing, bing,
1: bang, <laughs> bong. I mean, honey, number four on the UK charts. Let's take that in. I mean, Twitter's never going to be the same again. The amount of memes that have been birthed out of four simple syllables, ding, dang, no, it's three. Ding, dang, dong, bong. <laughs> I mean, whether you call it an infliction on the ears or a theme tune for the quiz. I mean, I love it. What about you?
0: Oh, God, yeah. I mean, I've been streaming it. I bought the single on iTunes. That's how in this shit I am, all right? Have you been doing your part? Have you been streaming? Have you been supporting? I've been streaming, honey. I've been
1: streaming. uh, Streaming, yeah. I've been doing that. (laughs) (laughs) I've been doing a bit of that. (laughs)
0: Been streaming <laughs> Um <laughs> Okay, alright. Yeah, thank you, thank you for that. Alright, okay, well, <laughs> okay. well... Okay, <laughs> well before we start, Umar, right, because Snatch Game is a tremendous part of Drag Race, you know, the whole franchise, okay? So I would like to ask you about your favourite Snatch Game performances over the years. Um, right, we've had well, we've had a lot, haven't we? So who would you say is your number one? Like which queen did <sighs> it for you?
1: I mean, oh, such a tricky question. Standout, Alaska. What is Lady Bunny or Mae West? No, no, no. The May West one where she's like, why don't you come and see me sometime? That is an iconic <laughs> line that will live on forever. Ben de la Creme as the Downton Abbey what? grandma. Excuse
0: me? Is that, is that really just how you oh, described her? Oh, what was <laughs> her Maggie Smith. Mag- Maggie Smith by Dame, Dame Maggie Smith to you.
1: Day Maggie Smith. Sw- <laughs> Dame Maggie Smith. But um, I just can't for the life of me remember the character name. But that was a fabulous rendition from Ben De La Creme. Um, who, I mean, Aquaria, um, playing, oh. playing. Um, oh my God, why have I got amnesia? I can't even remember. <laughs> I
2: can't.
1: <laughs> what, what is Donald Trump's? wife I've called? Oh, my God. I promise I'm not this blonde, but I'm having She amnesia. is called.
0: Um, What's she called again? Oh, my God. Um, she's... Right, she's even... Melania. Melania. Melania yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I was definitely going to say. So, Melania yeah. was good.
1: Gigi yeah. as Maria the Robot was good. Mm. There's been there's been a few standout Snatch Game moments. What about you? Who's your fave?
0: Well, thank you for asking, because I've actually made a little list here. Right. Oh, i so yeah. yeah, i can prepared. Okay, so my tops are Jinx Monsoon as Little Edie. I'm shocked you didn't say that because I feel like it was the first, one of the first, you know, brilliant, like, oh, yeah. could have been Oscar winning performances, Absolutely, right?
1: Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So good. Alaska is Mae West. Loved mm-hmm. that. Uh, as you said, Ben De La Creme as that Downton Abbey grandma. Honestly, I feel actually, like, disrespected for her. Oh God. That, that's Do the I way do I need to issue another national apology? God. Okay. Dame Maggie Smith. If you are listening to Snatched <laughs> episode six, whom I would like to issue the following apology. I'm so sorry, Maggie.
1: <laughs> she's, a, she's a dagnum girl. She's from my ends. So...
0: All right. Well, do you want to go knock on our door then? Is that, yeah. is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I also loved Juju B as Eartha Kitt. That oh, was, yeah. you know, Sensible 74 now. That's, you know, one of the most iconic lines in drama history. And also history. the
1: best, the best Eartha
0: Kitt out of... Because I think they've done her three times, but I think she was the best. Yeah, Chi Chi Devane did her and I can uh, Oh, uh, Valentina did her as well. Um, but she didn't deserve those nasty critiques. Anyway, I also have a soft spot for Shea Coulee's Naomi Campbell, but I wish we could have seen more of it. I loved that one.
1: Uh, yeah i'm no i mean i think it was good but i think we'll we'll come to that a bit later when discussing taste on snatch game i think sometimes when you go in for the look and the visuals sometimes the comedy and the one-liners don't quite measure up did you watch shake and i as Naomi campbell i thought the comedy was there do you know I've already established I've got severe amnesia, so... <laughs> you hit your head, you huh? You're okay, hon. Yeah, huh? so, Big yeah, bang, so, um, <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we all just move swiftly on.
0: Okay, all right then. Well, then, let's... Well, then
1: I'll I'll flip mm-hmm. the script on you then. So mm-hmm. who do you think was in her
0: history, Who are the worst? Well, thank you for asking, because, I, just, characters. <laughs> because I also have a list for this are one. Oh, my God. How coincidental. Uma, I've told you time and time again, I don't fuck about, alright? I've got I've got my, my lists here. Alright, so I think Lenacia Sparks as Celia Cruz are <laughs> uh, terrible. Do you remember? Do you have you got amnesia for that one too? Yeah. I mean,
1: <laughs> we've already established you are the fact file machine when it comes to drag. Um, I just consume it and then just throw it out as yeah. soon as it, do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I would like um, listeners to know that I am not paying Umar's bills because it seems like you want to bring that fact up all the time and just give me so many compliments. <laughs> I've been, I'm literally at gunpoint. <laughs> <laughs> no, honest, in all, no, in all honesty, guys, I'm in Devon right now and he is in London, okay? We're actually far, far apart. So um, no gun,
2: okay? <laughs> <laughs> no gun. <laughs>
0: Um, I also thought Fifi O'Hara's impersonation of Lady Gaga was was just a travesty, but in like an iconic way as well. Mm. And also Cynthia Lee Fontaine as Sofia Vergara. I mean, what what was that? <laughs> I think if I had to
1: look back at like my worst mm. whatever, I don't have a stand up memory, but all I remember is is there. What season was Latrice Royale in? Was it season
0: three? Oh, no, that was season four, babe. And you're talking about Se- the romper room fuckery, aren't you?
1: Yeah. So all <laughs> I can remember is on Snatch Game Street when Latrice walked back into the work room and screamed the <laughs> house down, at all of these buffoonery, cloudish queens. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we had queens humping each other. Yeah. On the panel, that's what I remember. But anyway,
0: enough of her. No, 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 no. What was it when Jiggly Caliente was doing that thing on the chair? She was going like,
1: Snooky, Snooky, Snooky. Oh, Snooky, Snooky. I
0: can't remember Like, was she saying Snooky's name? Just like, Snooky, Snooky, Snooky. I can't. Do you remember? <laughs> I don't know, it was just cloudy at its best. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was. But yeah, you're right, let's let's go into this week's Snatch Game. Um, I was going to do a just a complete recap of the episode, you know, go into, you know, what they said in the workroom after coming back after, you know, the lip sync and whatnot. But I want to dive straight in to the Snatch Game because I'm going to go on to the, a bit of the emotional moments uh, later. Okay, so this week for Snatch Game, we had a a variety of characters. We had Lawrence as Miriam, um, Margot Lees, I actually had to type out Margot and then like hyphen Lees there, like I did my own spelling because I could not, I could not for the life of me pronounce that. Sister Sister as Psychic Sally, Tear Coffee as Mel B, Bimini as Katie Price, Taste as Jane Turner, Ellie Diamond as Matt Lucas slash Vicky Pollard, Horace as Spence. Okay, so what did you think of this Snatch Game, Umar? Tell me. Very
1: obscure choices. I didn't see some of them coming. I think Louis Spence from horror was definitely a brave move that I would never have seen coming. And the same thing with the Matt Lucas, Vicky Pollard from Ellie Diamond and Jane Turner from Taste. I think some queens took that risk of thinking completely outside the box and I think it really paid off. Taste was... Phenomenal, in my eyes. But ultimately, Bimini as Jordan, Katie Price. I mean, she she stole the show. I would have happily watched a full-on 20-minute segment of just Bimini as Katie Price. She stole the snatch in my eyes. Right, you know when she said,
0: my implants got held at gunpoint in South Africa? (laughs) I don't know. I didn't know whether that was true or not. I had to Google it. Because I feel like that is actually something that could have happened. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, did, what did
1: Google say? What did Google say?
0: It didn't really give me any results for it. Oh, so, man. Yeah.
1: But she, yeah, but she went on this morning and was like, yeah, my horse got run over. My husband cheated on me with a nanny." You know I mean? I feel like Katie Price as a character is so larger than live. And I think Bimini struck gold. She picked the right character with Kay Price, you can literally, anything Rue throws at you, question-wise, you can mould it and throw it back twice as hard. And I think Bimini got the rhythm, the mm-hmm. jokes, the punchlines, everything landed so effortlessly with Bimini. I think Taste came a really strong second, in oh, my yeah. opinion, with Jane Turner.
0: Yeah, I mean, as a as a Kath and Kim fan, I... Yeah. Loved completely. Tastes' performance. I know you're not familiar with the show, right? I mean, you've not watched... I'm not. No. I'm not. Um, but every, literally everything she did was exactly what <laughs> Jane Turner's character would say. It was honestly pitch perfect. But do you know what? I was waiting for a look at me, look a me, look a me moment that is one of the iconic lines from the show. But do you know what? I fully believe Taste did that. So I'm blaming the edit because, you know, we only see a certain amount. But Mm -hmm. honestly, I have no critiques for taste. I I think it was bloody brilliant. What did you think of Ellie Diamond's Matt Lucas then? Ellie Diamond. Wasn't it in the workroom? I thought Lawrence was really (laughs)
1: shady. When Lawrence, out of nowhere, no one asked you, Lawrence. And she comes up to Ellie Diamond and is like, well, you're not known for being funny. Or like you're going to be in your head throughout the whole segment and i think ellie diamond took that criticism and i think she i think she did a really good job i think yeah. it was quite nostalgic yeah, you know the whole vicky pollard character she held her own
0: yeah i mean i think she she had the look she had the voice she had everything mm. down but i feel like she could have gone just a little bit further do, do you know what i mean
1: She could have got more grotesque with it, I think. Yeah. I think she kind of stayed in the realm of... I mean, it was funny, but I think she did kind of stick with the control, staying pretty, looking visually nice kind of thing. I think Vicky Pollard is known for being a bit of um, a scummy mummy. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) And I think Ellie could have tapped into that. But we saw queens who are known for comedy tank. Quite dismally. And I'm looking at Tia and Lawrence in particular. <sighs> oh, yeah. So how did you think those two comedy queens fared on
0: the panel? Well, I don't, I don't know about you, Boomer, but I was fully expecting Lawrence to grab her fourth win. Comedy queen, snatch game. I saw that happen for her, but I'm not very familiar with Miriam Margot Lees, except for, you know, how she's Professor Sprout on Harry Potter. But I feel like, you know, you know like how Jinx does, like, Little Edie. She, she you know, she made you really, like, know the character, right? Lawrence didn't do it. Lawrence didn't do it. It was funny, but it was bad funny.
1: Yeah, and also I think when Michelle critiqued it, saying sometimes, like, Your choices can be a little bit too intelligent. Mm. They can be a bit too niche. I was really surprised at Lawrence's performance because she, out of all the queens, makes RuPaul laugh the loudest. And also her rehearsal was quite funny. So I don't know where it went so south. Yeah, I just think it was a bit too niche, a little bit too highbrow for what we were going for or what we wanted from Snatch Game. And then Tia, on the other hand... Oh, you know, we love tea. I'm not going to be too harsh, but I agreed. Uh, I really
0: wanted her to do well.
1: I really I wanted her to do I too, but well. I wholeheartedly agree with Alan Carr when he was like, you're up against Keith Lemon, who has brought Mel B into an insanely large than life character. The accent, the leopard print, the hair, it's just, it's on speed.
0: I've never seen it. I'm not a Keith Lemon stan, so I've, I've not seen that.
1: No, and I think it was quite problematic. I think Mel B, yeah, I think it fell flat. Yeah, like why not go out there and leopard? That's like Mel B number yeah, one. Yeah, and also the Eddie Murphy gag, like it was, it was funny and shocking mm. for the first time, but then it just got repetitive. And I think, but maybe Tia and Lawrence, because they're known for being so funny, I think maybe nerves got the better of them. And sometimes when you have set the benchmark of your comedy so high it can kind of become a glass ceiling where you can't really perform higher than what you've delivered already. And I think Snatch Game is, it's such a heightened situation where you have to make RuPaul laugh, like make me laugh. And I think maybe nerves got the better of them. What about Sister Sister? What do you think of
0: that? I thought she was really funny, actually. I mean, I'm not familiar with Psychic Sally, personally. Are you? Do you know Psychic Sally? (laughs) Do you know what I am? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I
1: love a psychic,
0: Mystic Kumar.
1: <laughs> I love a psychic. She used to have a living TV um, show, and she lost a lot of weight by having a gastric bypass band. I think. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, well, thank you for yeah, telling me so, that. Um, I think, and also they they had fun with Sister Sister. I think with the sound effects and the screen kind of going all like blurry.
0: Oh, that was. So fun. I think. Yeah, I liked her little interaction with Michelle as well when she yeah. said that her great-granddad was contacting her and she was saying, slag cover-up. Yeah, I thought that, that was brilliant, but that, like, that, that was, was really good. That was a good line. And I think with characters like Psychic Sally, like, you can just throw out
1: any random joke and it'll land. So I think she did really yeah. good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And we've seen Psychics on a panel before. I mean, F- Fifi did it with that um, Long Island medium, what's she called? The one with the great big blonde hair. I mean, as a as a psychic yourself, Omar, as a mystical person, what's her name? The one in America, great big blonde hair. She did it on All Stars too. Remember?
1: I'm getting something. I'm getting something. <laughs> uh...
0: <laughs> no. <Thanks> Sorry.
1: All <laughs> oh, right.
0: Okay. Um... All right. Well, I want a refund. I want a <laughs> refund. <laughs> um... <laughs> yeah, we've seen it. We've seen it with Fifi and Priyanka, who you know, no- notably flopped. But yeah, this was just a really fresh way to do it, and I really, really enjoyed it. Um, so now we have to talk about horror now because I know you said it was an unexpected choice, but I was just absolutely gobsmacked at how much she made me laugh. I thought she went, in her words, full balls, which I I, I didn't know about till today. She that's it, went so
1: balls to the balls.
0: I d- no full no oh, full,
1: full balls. balls. Oh. Full balls. Oh honey, um, I'm 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 not I'm not northern. Um, I think a whole, I think with Lily Spence, I definitely wish she'd had really good moments with the legs. That was fun to see Yeah, her whipping the blazer off to reveal the sparkly number. That was funny. But my controversial opinion is, I kind of, obviously, Bimini, we love her as Katie Price, right? I kind of wish mm-hmm. we had the Essex caricature that horror delivered on the on morning glory for snatch game if you catch my vibe because i think horror just she sold that vision so strongly and it was just laughing on the floor comedy and i kind of wish we saw like an extension of that or a part two of that from a horror but louis spence was good it w- it was a strong performance, but I think we we've seen so much more comedy value from her. So
0: I don't know. No, you're wrong. Sorry, I think you're really wrong actually. That. Cause if she did another Essex character, she would have been read for filth by the judges for doing another character that they want to No, I tell totally, you and I tell totally oh, you. Yeah. That Louis that Um have you lost your goddamn mind? Can you let me talk? Jesus bloody Christ. Do you hear this viewers? Oh my god. Do you hear this? Bloody hell. <laughs> No, Louis was brilliant. I'm sorry, but that was a, like that, that. could have been a Snatch Game winning performance from my... Oh no, my I agree. I, I totally agree. The, no, I agree. I'm just saying.
1: I don't what, know what are I'm you saying? I'm saying, Katie <laughs> Price as his caricature was amazing in Morning Glory. And what I'm saying is if she saved that character for Snatch Game, it would have been a bigger gag. But then also, Bimley's doing Katie Price, so I mean, my theory just doesn't work here. But I'm lying like, she, did, she did a good job. She did the goddamn thing.
0: What is with all these critiques for a horror this week? I, you know, RuPaul, you know, I was so shocked at their critiques for a horror. I didn't expect them to actually be criticizing her. And then, it, then you're oh chiming in. God, I feel, saying she should no, have done something I feel like you're starting trouble
1: because I love <laughs> oh. a horror and I love the performance. <laughs> right. I'm just saying we've seen funnier moments in the past. Okay.
0: All right, but do you know what? You're you're forgiven for now.
1: Well, all right. I was I talking th- about Essex girls. <laughs> how did you think Gemma Collins? Um, how did you think she came across this episode?
0: Uh, she was fun,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, but I did ex- <laughs> I did expect a bit more. I yeah. I expected more. I mean, she can just sit there in silence and be iconic. But uh, it, to me, it looked like she didn't really want to be there. What did she think?
1: Her comebacks and stuff sounded a little bit scripted. It kind of felt like she didn't really know what the show was about or what Snatch Game was about. And she was being fed lines throughout the segment. She looked fab. She looked oh, she gorgeous. gorgeous. She looked bloody gorgeous. Um, oh. But yeah, I think a little bit disappointed. I, I would have liked to see her on the actual judging panel. I mean, that would have been quite fun.
0: Yeah, I mean, do you, I actually think it's quite a tough thing to do being on the Snatch Game panel and giving the answers? Because I think in order to do that, you've got to kind of be like a like a comedian already. Not, I know Gemma's funny, like she's just naturally funny. But I think when you get comedians on there, who, you know, can think things on you know off the cuff, then they're better for that. And Gemma would have been better, you know, saying stuff about the Queen's looks on the on the main stage. That's what I wanted to see. So I feel like they really missed a shot. For some iconic quotes and some iconic instructions there.
1: I concur.
0: Okay, Uma, so all the gays, you know, all the queers, everyone out there watching Drag Race, right? Whether they're drag queens or not, they think about who they would impersonate for Snatch Game, mm-hmm. right? Don't. <laughs> Uma, don't. who would your Snatch
1: Game character be? <sighs> do you know what? I have not the foggiest. I have not the foggiest. Yes, you do, no, come I on. No, I don't, because I don't know. I feel yes, like, as a South Asian queen myself, the the swimming pool of talent
0: is very slim. Yeah, well, look at Tay. She just did a, a a white Australian posh lady, you know? Yeah, no, totally. I, I think I would go down the fictional
1: route. I don't know. How, I feel like this is such a crap answer, but I think I'd be Princess Jasmine or something. <laughs> how are you going to make that fun? Honey, watch I me rub a magic lamp or two. I think I could have fun with Princess Jasmine. I could bring... Yeah. I could, <laughs> I could bring the genie on stage or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. I mean... That's a terrible I think you'd be, answer, isn't be, it? It is its but I, I think you'd be better off as Jafar. You wicked witch. <laughs> You would be really good. I mean, we've seen, you know, people could do men on Snatch Game. They've done it recently. So I think you could do a really good Jafar. He's in drag. Look at him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. All
1: Disney villains are a version of drag, essentially. Well, you're the one that came prepared. So you tell me,
0: who would you do? (laughs) So I have three choices, okay? So, well, before this episode, my main choice was Katie Price. When I'm I'm pissed, I could do a really good impression. Um, I won't do it now because I've not had a sip, all right? My other choice is Kathy Burke as Linda LaHughes. I think that would be really good. I'm surprised someone hasn't done that yet. I thought Ginny was going to, but she wanted to do the Mona Lisa, she told me. (laughs) That's crazy. But my main choice, actually, is Roger Smith from American Dad. Yes. Yeah. I don't know how I would do it. Again, I'm not a drag queen. But I'd have to create some... A massive fucking head, painted grey, and wear one of his female disguises. But that's... that's... That's it. Do you think I would well, succeed? Well, the only
1: way me and the listeners are going to decide said, is if you give it. us a
0: little taste, Jess. So, <laughs> oh, do you know what? I fucking hate you. Do so know what? go on. <laughs> I just ask Well, okay, I I will do it if you do an impression of Jasmine. Uh, okay, deal. Yeah. Okay, deal, you yes? go first. Three, <laughs> two, one. Stan, I need some <laughs> pecan sandies. <laughs> Was that's that good? really good. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's the only line that's I have got really... right now. I mean, I think only American Dad fans will get that line. <laughs> yeah. All right, come then, Jasmine. Well, um, uh, three. That's two, all we've
1: got time for from this
0: week. <laughs> right, you bitch. <laughs> no, 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 bitch! You're not going. You're not. You're not going to betray me I, like that. I just. You're not going to betray so... me like that.
1: No, I'm not. I'm not doing that. Uh, I mean, I think we're going really left with this. Topic. So, back to the main action at hand.
0: Okay. All right. Oh, okay. You're taking the hostages mm-hmm. from... I've taken from, the reins. Yeah, okay. So,
1: Snatch Games curtains have drawn to a close. And it was literally a Niagara Falls in that workroom and main stage this episode. The tears, the waterworks, the floodgates, oh, they were oh my all God. pouring out. I yeah. mean, we had... A beautiful moment where ellie diamond opened up about her Mm -hmm. a her close relationship with her twin brother and then b also kind of the tumultuous um coming out story with her dad i thought do you know what we've given ellie diamond that kind of question mark throughout the season where it's like we haven't really connected with her we haven't seen where her drag connects to her personality or like you know, any time and as a person. But I think it was i think it was a really beautiful moment where she kind of just opened up and really let us into her world. And you would never think, you know, someone who is so polished and gorgeous and so confident at such a young age, at the age of 21, who's gone through that level of trauma already.
0: Last week, we spoke about how we haven't fully connected with Ellie Diamond. And then here we go at the start of the episode. She talks about her brother and then... In the workroom, she talks about her dad, and you know that kind of. Um, mm. I think all queer people have that kind of fraught relationship with their dad. I mean, not all queer people, obviously, but I mean it's it's a common thing we experience. So that was a really beautiful moment, and I'm I'm now rooting for Ellie. Not that I wasn't rooting for her before, but I feel like now that she's you know she's opened up, we get to, we've got to know her story. And like you said, twenty one years old, and she looks like that. She's on Drag Race, and then a horror broke down about how she focuses on her aesthetic. You know, out of drag, also can I just say I loved her outfit in the workroom this week because it's a front for you know, her confidence somewhat, and I just love that this this journey we've been taken on with the horror. you know she started off as you know <laughs> rubbing people up the wrong way with her shade, you know we loved it as viewers, but they didn't like it, <laughs> but you know she's gone on a fully fledged journey this season. It's like it's like you know in a TV show when a villain comes in and then by the end of the season, they become like the fan favorite, the hero of the series, <laughs> yeah.
1: Any good story, whether it's on any platform, you need the protagonist, you need the antagonist, you need, you know, the best friend, you need that. Like, if if we want to put a horror in the antagonist category, we need that to fulfill the narrative and the drama and the tension of the show. And I think in any good telling, there's always a motivation, there's always an intention and story behind why people act the way they do. And I think, yeah, I think the story we've been taken, we've taken with Aurora has been amazing to see. And I think at this point, I mean, not there's any reason for the tears now, because I think she's really proven herself as an amazing drag queen, an amazing performer. Her fashion, which is hand-sewn by her, is flawless. And I think going forward, she, ha- she should have no tears left to cry because... She is drag gold. Who would have thought watching episode one and now we're on episode six, we would be taking on that journey and have a 360
0: mm-hmm. moment, so. Okay, well, the time has come for me to interrupt you Ma, and take a pause for our gorgeous ad break. We'll be back after this to discuss the runway and the lipstick. Did you know that Gay Times Plus members get more from the world of Gay Times? I did not. Tell me more. They enjoy the full uncensored episodes of Snatched. I mean, us uncensored sounds like trouble, but let's go. We're adding more benefits all the time, and the memberships are available anywhere in the world. And we love an international hunt. So make sure you sign up and join our growing community of LGBTQ people just like you. Learn more and sign up at GayTimesPlus.com. That's GayTimesPlus.com. Click, click. And we're back. Okay, so runway, your favorite part, Umar, as our listeners know by now. So this week, the category was prehistoric drag from one million years BC. Well... Uh, Far away. What did you love? What did you hate?
1: Bacteria. Who would have thought bacteria... Oh! ...would be turned into couture. i mean bimini again showing her knack or thinking outside the box being kooky putting a look together also patterning it Mm -hmm. on what actually what i love about bimini is she always has that fashion reference behind her so with this dress she referenced iris van herpen and was like i was really inspired by that silhouette but what i love about bimini is it's never a replica it's never a cookie cutter take from The runway, and then just shoving it on her body. There's always a reworking and something that is the bimini effect with it, even though it's a bit hodgepodgey. I still love to see it and a horror. I mean, that mm. bone corset with the dead bear cape, flawless, and also taste. I mean, taste hands down, even though it was. A voodoo priestess kind of woman that we've seen maybe before. Her delivery and her performance of that knocked it out of the park for me. So I think those three queens, I know we call them the fashion queens, but I think those three really stood out in my eyes. And then, I mean, we didn't have any fails this week, which we call that growth, we call that progress. But again, Tia, unfortunately... I felt so bad because I feel like she had such gusto and motivation to prove the judges wrong and give them a shape and give them bigger hair. But I just think of everyone on the runway, Tia did, I I don't think she measured up.
0: Yeah, you're right. Tace was fierce as that feral voodoo priestess. Bimini, as bacteria, gorgeous. Do you know what? I, I, I do think that it was one of the most mesmerizing looks ever, right? Loved it, I thought I was just, like, gobsmacked. Especially because everyone gave, you know, cavewoman or something similar. Um, but one thing I don't really understand is, whenever the queens come down the runway in something that needs to be explained, we saw it recently on Drag Race U.S. <laughs> with Utica, you know, when she came down the runway as her earrings, right? The judges say, if we, if we don't get the story, then it's a flop, you know, it, like, we're not going to give you good marks this week. They didn't get that it was bacteria, but then they still praised it. What was up with that? Did you notice that? Because that kind of bothered me a little bit.
1: Yeah, but honey, I've said this to you before. There's literally no criteria. There's no rhyme or reason. There's nothing. There's there's no magic formula. This isn't Einstein's theory. What did he theorise? Is, is it theory of everything? Or gravity? I don't, I don't know what he was doing. I don't know what this. Biz- <laughs>
0: I actually think I know the answer to this. I think it's his theory of relativity. I think that's the word. Yes. (laughs) I mean, this ain't physics. This ain't chemistry.
1: (laughs) This is just drag. And I mean, like RuPaul says, I've consulted with the judges, but the end decision is ultimately his. And I think it's just what sways his interest and his eye in the moment, Mm -hmm. I think.
0: I mean, I do agree with a lot of the critiques this week. I do agree that Bimini was the winner. And I agree that Tace was top. And that Lawrence and Tia were bottom. But I don't really understand the critiques for horror. They were lapping up her Louis Spence in Snatch Game. And that look was to die for. And then I think she placed, like, like, low. Didn't she? How did that make sense?
1: Yeah, we saw her practicing the lip sync as well. I mean... Aurora was a solid safe? I don't think there was any question
0: that she would have landed in the bottom two. Um, Well, I think she should have been top three. I feel like there was only two tops this week and that was Taste and Bimini. She should have been...
1: Well, you don't have to understand it because at the end of the day, Tia and Lawrence landed in the bottom two and we got that (laughs) lip sync. So, what are your
0: thoughts? Third time for Tia, first time for Lawrence. Well, I mean, going into this, it's obvious it would go, right? I mean, did the producers really think that we would think Tia stood a chance when she was in the bottom three times with zero badges, while Lawrence had three badges? I mean, don't insult us. We know who's going. Mm. And also,
1: I, I think what was funny about this lip sync was when Tia walked to the back of the stage, I was like, if you dare do the knee drop. Also, I I don't understand why RuPaul screams at the knee drop. <laughs> it's literally someone just dropping to their knees. Yeah. It's not the most gag-worthy move. So I think Tia, when looking at her performance, because it is a third time she's in the bottom two, I think she kind of struggled to not repeat what she's done in the past. Whereas we saw Lawrence actually do the knee drop, and she stole the move. She stole the move! She stole the move. Last <laughs> Tia, yeah, I think it was kind of like there's not much else to give in the performance sector of her drag. Um and I think Lawrence I think Lawrence moved and grooved yeah. and held a good energy throughout her lip sync. So yeah, I think Lawrence won it for me.
0: Yeah, I do as well, but it's just so sad seeing Tia go. I mean, well it's sad seeing them all go, isn't it? But Tia, I just Oh, that was ruining for her. I really wanted her to to get to that final. But you know what? She gave us one of the best exits ever, right? When she... Because <laughs> I just did not see that coming. Every, every time, well, not every time, but when a queen usually responds to RuPaul after they get the sachet away, they say something along the lines of, thank you for this opportunity, you've changed my life. Thank you. But Tia, are you sure? <laughs> That, for me, was actually no, yeah. the funniest I, moment of the episode. I loved are that. Sure? <laughs> I, I are, you sure? I, are you sure? I agree. sure? Are you sure? Got nothing to do. I think it sums Tia up, doesn't it? That, that that one bit.
1: As sad as it is to see a queen go, I think Tia... I think she's walking away with her head held high. Like, she's performed three lip syncs. She's given... Comedy after comedy. Mm. She's been the voice and the narrator of the show, both Mm -hmm. as a contestant, but also the voice of the audience in a meta kind of way. And she struck a good rapport with the judges, like RuPaul and Michelle. Like She genuinely made them laugh, and they wanted to see more of her. I think with Tia, what we're going to see going forward... Like Michelle said, she needs to figure out what her drag is and what it means to her and what she wants to deliver. And I think after this exposure, I think Tia's gonna go on to do amazing things and it's gonna open the doors for her to kind of reflect and refine her drag into something that
0: you never know for an all-stars might. Okay, well I'll stop you there because I spoke with Tia. Yeah, you know, as per usual, you know the drill now, guys. I spoke to her about her elimination and all the other drag race teeth from her time on the series. Well, before we start this interview, I would like to inform everyone out there that Tear Coffee's gorgeous debut single, Outside In, is now available on iTunes and all streaming platforms.
2: What, this? uh, Oh, that looks gorge. Oh, I love that artwork. Prepared at all times.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you and I spoke last week about the single, and do you know what, you gave nothing away. I had no indication that this would be the week you go. Surprise! It's me! (laughs) (laughs) So tell me, what was going through your mind as you sashayed away from Drag Race UK?
2: What was going through my mind when I sashayed away from Drag Race UK was that when you get there, your biggest fear is being in the bottom two. We've done that twice. Then once you've done that, your biggest fear is hearing sashay away. And then I heard it, and I sort of went... I'm still alive and everything's fine. The world's still turning. Like, that's great. I've just heard what I thought was the worst possible thing to hear. And I'm absolutely okay. So it kind of put like a lot of things in context for me. And as I walked to the back of that stage, my main thought was, I know that we're getting Wagamama's tonight. And what do I want to order? Probably a chicken john brewery That was my main thought in that moment.
0: I mean, I think the way you left the series really summed up who Tia Coffee is as a person, because like in past seasons, we've seen if someone, if RuPaul says sashay away and someone replies, it's always, thank you so much for this opportunity. You've changed my life.
2: But for you, it was, are you sure? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was just having a camp time at that moment because I was like, it's kind of like that feeling of like, it's done. Like, she's said Sasha away that's the moment that you dread and it's happened so I sort of like had a sigh of relief and was just myself in that moment that's what I wanted to say so that's that's what I said to RuPaul Charles herself <laughs> and she found it funny which I love I love the fact that RuPaul is truly a camp cow good to know. Were you shocked
0: to leave when you did then or did you feel like it was the right time for your journey on the series to end?
2: Um, I was shocked to leave when I did because I fairly thought Estina was going to send me home in episode three. <laughs> so I was like, good for me. We got through that bit. Good for me. Yeah, it did kind of feel like it was the right time in that moment because it was so hard with like taking critiques and stuff like that was just really difficult in that moment because, you know, we had that seven month break and everyone has sort of focused on the idea of like, you've got seven months to step everything up and you should be working on it. But also, like, I don't think people are fully taking into account the, you know, personal issues people might have had. Like, we're all going through this lockdown and this global panettone, delicious. And, like, the mental health stress that that sort of put on everyone is huge. And, I mean, Veronica mentioned it in the the special... She didn't leave her bed for 12 weeks. So, like, sort of having that break and, like, like feeling the stress and everyone experiences it in different ways and then going back into it. It was really difficult, but I wouldn't change it for the world. What a gorgeous pink room I spent a lot of time in. It was lovely.
1: Oh, that Tia. We, like, we, like we say every podcast, we just love her. We love Tia. And if the question remains, Tia or coffee...
0: I think I would pick both.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was really beautiful. Do well. To hear the full unedited interview in which Tia speaks about the iconic RuPaul debacle on last week's episode, her relationship with her fellow contestants, especially Uhura, and who she wants to win the series, sign up to Gay Times Plus now. On next week's episode, the top six queens will transform themselves into lockdown superheroes. With special guest stars, including US season two and All Stars One legend Raven and Maya Jammer. And from the preview, it looks like there's gonna be some ambulance sirens when Tays injures herself in what looks like a sewing related injury. Drama and kaflama, guys. Uma, say Arriva Dirty. Arriva oh, Dirty. A whole new world. <laughs> I did it! (laughs) All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Snatched is a Gay Times original podcast. Subscribe and listen to more episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make sure you're following at Gay Times on all major social media platforms for the latest LGBTQ plus news, culture, and entertainment. Loved this episode of Snatched? Be sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Finally, make sure you check out Gay Times Plus, our membership platform for everyone in our community. And remember, you can find more information at GayTimesPlus.com.